Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be in his house tonight. Wouldn't want to be no other place. <clears throat> tonight I want to Go get on to the word tonight. Let's just turn to Judges chapter 13 and verse 24. I feel like God has, had laid something on my heart for this service, and I feel like God is, I feel like God is, some, some things I've been hearing about what's been going on around here. You know, we hear still things about going around. We, not that far, we still live here, but, but, uh, but like I say, I feel like God is, confirm that and what I want to talk about tonight. Judges chapter 13 and verse 24. The Bible said, and the woman bare a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew and the Lord blessed him. Verse 25 says, and the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zoah and Esterhal. If you would join me in prayer right now. Lord, I ask you to touch me tonight. Lord Jesus, I ask you to touch this earthly vessel. Lord, I ask you, Lord Jesus, to minister through me tonight, Lord Jesus, to this congregation. Lord Jesus, I ask you to anoint everyone under the sound of my voice tonight, Lord Jesus. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to allow the words, Lord Jesus, to, to move upon us, Lord Jesus. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, for this message, Lord Jesus, to go before. Lord, I ask you, Lord Jesus, tonight to touch us and anoint us tonight, Lord Jesus, and allow us to feel your presence, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Tonight I'm going to talk to us about some shaking going on. And I feel like I've heard about some shaking been going on around here. In the last few services I heard about the Holy Ghost being outpouring has been going on and the shaking and the worshiping. And I feel like God is just in this end time, I feel like there's a shaking going forth. And I think this past year, I think God has been just shaking us, getting us ready. When Samson, the Bible says when Samson in the scripture I read in verse 25, it said in verse 25, the part of the spirit, it says the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. When Samson would come between the camp of Dan, located between these two cities, the Lord would move on him. The Lord would move on him and move him into to. And, and shake him and have a shaking in his life and God would use him and do great things but, but the Bible says you know, we, and we know the story of Samson Samson was a man, a great man he was born to begin to deliver his people from the hands of the Philistines and we understand that story this is a familiar story so it's a story that I'm, I'm just kind of jumping into but I feel like the Lord moved on Samson and he stirred him and today I believe like I believe God is stirring us. And just as Samson, if you if you are a child of God, God's spirit dwells inside. And if God's spirit dwells inside of you, there should be some excitement. 
There should be something inside of you that burns and flows in you. Every now and then there should be a stirring in your life. If you've got God's presence inside of you, there should be some moving in your spirit. There should be something that's inside of you burning and sometimes it's gotta get loose. Sometimes it's gotta move. You gotta have some shaking. You gotta have some moving in your life. His destiny was stirring inside of Samson. Every time Samson would come in in this anointed place, there'd be a stirring inside of Samson. There'd be something inside of Samson that was driving him, something inside of him that was making him go forward, and that was his destiny. There's a something inside of every single one of us here tonight. Everyone in the point of our, is pointing us toward our destiny. In the spirit of God, as long as it's inside of us, we're gonna be directed in that way. As long as we allow that spirit to move upon us, as long as we allow that presence of God to move in our life, it will direct us in the right direction. It will carry us toward where God wants us to be. He will show you things to come. He will show you things if you allow him to stir your life. The Bible says in Luke 12 and 12, he says, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you Today, if you, if you allow that Holy Ghost inside of your life, it'll allow you, to, it'll teach you and it'll lead you and it'll gain, it guides you and directs you tonight. So I'm asking you tonight, we, we need to allow that shaking to become in our life. There's a spark of excitement that's deep down inside of every one of us that's filled with his presence. Everyone that's called by his name, there's something inside of us that's just a spark of excitement. It refers to in, in places in the Bible, there's a fire deep down inside of us. That fire, if that fire, a fire has to get out. And if we have that fire of the Holy Ghost burning inside of us, it will come out. And if we, if we keep kindling that fire, so many times in life, we find ourselves so many times in life allowing that kindle, that fire, that fire to get down. Not, you know, and we, got, we, need to, we need to add to that fire. We need to provoke that fire. We need to build that fire. We need to put some kindling on that fire. And that's what we do when we come in this church. Every time we come in the house of God tonight, we, we come in this church, we, we, we put a little more kindling on that fire. And we need to build that fire till we have a shaking and till we have an excitement in our life and till, till we have something that pushes forward and pushes us out of the, our comfort zone and goes into our life. And sometimes in life, we know we find ourselves coming to church on a Wednesday night. And we've worked all week and we've had a bad day and we've had everything that could go wrong has went wrong. Just tell you a little bit about my day. I started out this morning with a, we run a dual tire skidder and all the, it was 14 of the 20 lugs that was broke off so we had to take the tire off and take the lugs off. So that's how I started my day off today. But So God knows sometimes how our life and how we, sometimes we find ourselves in life just going through being directed in the wrong direction. And we feel like we come into church, we're give out, we're tired. And we feel like, well, what? well I'm just going to make it through this service. I'm just going to listen to whoever preaches tonight. I'm just going to sit here and sit on my pew. But I think we need to come to church every time we come to this house. We need to come to this house and get out. If we don't feel like getting up in worship, that, be, that needs to be the time we really get up in worship. We need to push ourselves out of our seat. We need to push ourselves to the front. We need to, we need to get a hold of every song that's being sung. The words of the songs we sing, we need, to, we need to allow that to affect our life. We need to allow that to change us and direct us. It seems that before the Spirit of God would ever take hold of his life, he'd first have a shaking in his life. And that's where Samson, every time we read in Samson's life, we see before so he did something great, the Bible said there was a shaking. And tonight, that's what I want to talk about, that shaking. In Judges 16 and 20, 
We find in, the Bible says, and she said, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out at other times before and shake myself. And we know the rest of that scripture is the most scariest scripture we can, part of the scripture we can read. It says, and he wist not that the Lord had departed from him, or he did not realize or didn't know that the Lord had departed from him. But part I want to say this is he, he went out at other times and he was going to shake himself. That lets me know that he has been down this road before. We're familiar with the story, the ones that's familiar with the story, but we know that he had been in this same lap before. We had been down this same road before. And the Bible says, and he shook himself as other times before. And so here he thought, well, just like any other thing, I'll just get up and shake myself and take on whatever's going on. The shaking always came before his anointing came. So he just said, well, I'll just shake off whatever that's on me this time and the anointing will come like it has before and, and everything will be fine. Think about it. The shaking was in the flesh. And I've already touched on this a little bit, but sometimes in the worship part of the service, we are shaking ourselves awake. And that's what we need to be doing, shaking ourselves awake. But sometimes we are in the flesh. And yes, that's right. Sometimes we're in the flesh when we step out. We may not feel God's presence on us. We may not feel that anointing to push us out of that seat. It may be my flesh that I have to get up off that pew. And must have, it's going to be that flesh that gets forth and starts shaking. But when we get closer to God, we'll, we start giving to him. We start, no matter how tired or retired we are, if we'll just get up and push a little harder. If we'll just get a little closer to the fire. We'll feel that anointing pick us up. That anointing will pick us up and go us forward. And that's what Samson was waiting on was that anointing. He was waiting the, the anointing that had came before. But I'm just going to talk about just a minute. He, he allowed, allowed himself to get too far. And I want to talk about that in a few moments. The shaking says I'm ready to go to work. It says I'm ready for something to happen in my life. It's in symbolically about shaking off the dust. You ever watched a Brother Williams here with some of these stories. You ever watched a dog get up out of the out of the dirt? The first thing he does is shakes himself. If he gets in the water, it doesn't matter. If he gets wet, the first thing he's going to do is shake himself. You know it before he even, when he gets wet, you know you just run from him because you know he's fitting to shake off on you. And in life, that's sometimes, you know, he's getting ready. That dog knows that he, in his life, even God put that in him to shake off everything that's on his body. Shake off whatever may be hindering him. And today I'm coming to tell us we gotta shake off whatever this world. We gotta shake off anything that's got a hold of us. We gotta shake off anything that's weighing us down to die. We gotta shake it off and get where we can get to work and get to what God wants us to do. I'm ready to get to the battle. That's what it says when we shake off the weights of this world. When we shake it off, I'm ready to go to work. Isaiah 52 and two says, shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. We must shake ourselves from the dust. Shake it off. We gotta shake everything off. When, God, when asked, God told David, he says, wait until, in 2 Samuel 5 and 24, he says, and let it be when thou hearest the sound of, of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that when thou shalt bestir thyself, for then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. He said, wait a minute, wait until you hear or till you see the sounds of the mulberry bush trees. And then he said, By stir, bestir thyself or stir thyself. He means be alert. 
to point sharply in the right direction. Be ready. And I think that's what God is calling us to do in this last day. He's calling us to shake off what, what is hindering us. And then he's saying, be ready for what's coming. Be ready for what we're going to face. And he says, I will fight your battles. But we must wait. Sometimes in that waiting time, when that waiting to see, when we're waiting in times, we must stay alert. I think that's what he, God was telling David here. He says, you need to be alert. You may be waiting. You may be sitting there waiting. But we're always got to be alert. We got to be ready to attack. We got to be ready to, for battle. We got to be ready for whatever we may come against. But in that waiting time, sometimes it's so easy to drift off. It's so time, it's that waiting time, it's so easy to just drift our minds into somewhere else and get, get our life and our, our minds connected up with other things in life. But when we watch, and another one of Brother Williams' story, when we watch a cat waiting to attack, he may seem like he's asleep. Or he may seem like he's real still. He may, he may seem like he's not paying attention. But at the last second, he attacks, he jumps. He's sitting, sitting there. He's, he's sitting there on go. In life, and that's what God wants us to be. He wants us to be like that cat. He wants us to be like just sitting there. We may be seeming like we're not paying attention. We may seem like we're not evolved, but we must be ready. Our eyes must be fixed on Him. It must be ready to go at any moment because God is coming back in the twinkling of an eye. He's coming back for this church, and we, we got to be ready. We got to be ready for Him to come back. Back to Samson. Samson had went to sleep. His spiritual sensitivity was at an all-time low. What at, what at one time would have alarmed him, what one time would have produced a violence in him, now it had lulled him to sleep. Sometimes that's, I feel like that's, that's where we are as a, as a church body sometimes. I feel like the enemy has lulled us to sleep. And I feel like, I feel like in the past few months, I feel like that's what... The enemy has been trying to do. He's been trying to lull us to sleep. Get our minds off of what really is going on. Get our minds on something else. Get our minds worried about what's going on in Washington. Get our minds worried about on what's going on in Hollywood. What our minds worried about on what's going on everywhere else. And he's lulling us to sleep. Today, I ask us today, we can't be like Samson. We can't be a lull to sleep in the lap of the enemy. Samson when the Bible says, when they said, Samson, the Philistines be upon thee, he awoke up, but what a sad condition he found himself in. He found himself in a sad, sad situation. And I already spoke, read this part of the scripture. He said, and it wist not that the spirit of the Lord had departed from him, or he did not realize, or he, was, he, he didn't understand, or he didn't realize that God had left him. He shook himself as at other times but had no avail. The saddest thing to witness is someone going through the motions with no inward relationship with God. Convinced that because they know the steps, they know the song lyrics, they know how to, how to worship or they know how to, how to put on the show or they know how to put on the service, but, but they think they still have the power because they know how to do the steps but they're powerless because they, they've allowed their enemy to lull them to sleep. They've allowed the enemy to lull them to a place that they don't realize where they're at. 
that rely them to, to a point that, that I'm making is we must shake ourselves. And it's, our shaking ourselves is a vital part of releasing and manifestation of the power of God in our life. We must shake ourselves regularly. We must have a shaking in our life regularly. In Ezekiel 37, there's a, the story of a valley of dry bones. The Bible says in verse 37 and 7, it says, So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a, there was a noise. And behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. In this story, the bones, the, this is a valley of, the, the Bible calls it the valley of dry bones. And the scripture talks about how dry the bones were. And tonight, sometimes we find ourselves in a place, in a dry place in our life. I have come tonight to tell someone that it doesn't matter how dry your situation seems. All you need is a good shaking of the Holy Ghost to bring life back into your life. In this valley of dry bones, Ezekiel prophesied, these bones will come to life. As he prophesied to these bones, there was a shaking. As that shaking came forth, them dry bones became, became a mighty army. And tonight I'm come to tell someone, you may feel like your life is, is dry. You may feel like you're like these dry bones. You're scattered all over the place. And you may feel like you're so far away from God, but a, a, a good shaking of the Holy Ghost, a good shaking in your life is what you need to, to pull things back to perspective in your life. Hebrews 12 tells us everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And only that which cannot be shaken will remain. And I've come to tell someone we must be shaken for God. We can't allow this world to shake us. And we can't allow this world to shake us away from God. And there's another story in the Bible. And in, in, in the New Testament talks about when Paul was in a ship. This is not in my notes tonight. I just feel like going this way. But tonight, Paul was in a, was in a ship. And there was a shaking going on. The, the, the people that was in, in control of the ship was shaking the fear of the storm and I feel like the storm in this life is shaking some people. I feel like the fear has shaken us. It may be what you're going through or what the doctor has told you or what you may feel like the, the, the society is going to or whatever you may feel. I feel like the world is shaking some people and here in this ship, they was ready to abandon the ship. Here in this story of Paul, they was ready to abandon the ship but Paul had a vision. He said, stay in the ship. Stay in the boat. Sometimes today, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we may feel like the enemy's trying to tell us. We may be scared. We may be feeling like we need to abandon the ship. We need to abandon the church. We need to stay home. We may be safer at home or we may need to go this way or go that way. But I'm coming to tell you tonight, like Paul, we must stay with the ship. We must stay in the boat. Whether no matter how far, how bad it gets on the outside, we hang on with the boat. We seen it at the back of the book. The back of the book says we win, but we gotta stay in the boat. We gotta stay in the boat to make it. So we gotta have that, can't allow this world to shake us away from here. We gotta be connected to God. We gotta be connected into this thing. Lord Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The world may be shaking the church, but when the church gets shaken, things supernaturally start to happen. When you shake the church, the church starts, great things starts happening. When you look through the New Testament, we find through the New Testament when the, they started going after the church and when they started shaking the church, 
That's when the greatest revival of the New Testament, that's when Acts 2 began, when the shaking started going forth to the church. And today I feel like this world, is we're feeling some of that shaking against the church and against towards the church. But just hang on to the word of God because God said we will worry, we will win. Acts 4 and 31 says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake with words of God with boldness. Today I feel like we need to be, in like this in Acts 4, we need to be shaken. The whole assembly needs to be shaken. And at that point, we, the Holy Ghost will give us the words of God and we will speak that boldly into our world. And I feel like we need that boldness that the Bible's talking about. We need that boldness to come over us and, and speak this word in these last days. Let us shake ourselves for God, then he can use us to shake our world. If we allow him to shake us, allow him to stir up that in us, then he can shake, we can, then we can shake our world. We can turn our world upside down after we allow him to change us. I see the rustling in the trees tonight. I feel some agitation going on in the spirit tonight. I hear a noise tonight. It seems that that noise and that shaking goes together. When you hear that noise and shaking, God is up to something. I feel like God is wanting to do something. I believe we're getting ready to, for a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost and power here tonight. When, the church, when we as a church start to shake ourselves from the experience of indifference, when we start shaking ourselves loose from world enticements, we shake our, the dust off of our spiritual inactivity, we shake ourselves loose from unforgiveness, then we are going to experience the mighty power of God coming upon us in mighty things in Jesus' name. Have you had a good shaking lately? Have you had a good shaking in your own self tonight? We may be having worship service. We may feel like we've had a good service, but have you really shook yourself? Have you really shook yourself in life? I think we need to have a shaking here tonight. I think we need to feel like our lives, we need to shake ourselves and shake some of the dust off of some of our old self. Have we worshiped like we used to? We look at ourselves, have we, do, we, do we worship like we used to or, or are, we, are we still sitting back on some of the things? Have we given up on some of the things in our life? If you feel something deep inside of you trying to get out, we need to allow that to shake us loose. I feel like there's something tonight that's wanting to break loose tonight. And I feel like there's something that some people that have some things in us that wants to shake them loose. Don't be like Samson and allow this world to lull you to sleep to the point that it takes you too much to wake up or it takes you too long to get awake. Don't wait until it's too late before you, you allow the shaking to awake you. Samson believed that no matter how far he got away, how far he was away from God, he could just shake himself and take care of that, take care of anything and everything that he woke up to. But today, I'm telling us today, there is a point in life when you shake yourselves and you won't feel that. You shake yourself and you say, well, I'll just turn over back to God. And I'm, I'm telling us tonight, don't allow yourself to get too far. Don't allow yourself to get to the point that you don't feel God no more. Allow, don't allow yourself to get to the place that you like Samson and you don't realize God has left you. My prayer is that we can be shaken before we go too far. Tonight, we need to ask God to let us be sensitive to him. I feel like we as a church, we need to shake ourselves. Tonight, as I begin to close, I ask the musicians to come. I ask us tonight. Have, the question I just asked a minute ago, have you had a good shaking in your life lately? Have you had a stirring in you? Is there something in your life that just 
you feel like you need more? Is there something in your life that feels like it's deep inside? The Holy Ghost inside of you. Is there something inside of you pushing and say, well, I need to step out a little bit more. Tonight, is there anything drawing you closer to him? God is calling for us. He's calling for a shaking in our life. And God is, this world is even calling for a shaking. This world is trying to shake us loose and he's trying to shake us away from this. But I'm saying, let, allow God to shake you awake. Don't allow the, the enemy to roll you to sleep. and Don't allow the enemy to keep you beat down, and keep you struggling. Tonight as we stand across this place, I ask us tonight, allow God to wake you. Allow God to pour, pour something in you. Don't allow the enemy to, to rock you to sleep. and Don't allow the enemy to, 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 to lull us to sleep tonight. I'm asking you tonight. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.